Hello friends and welcome back to Moss and Coral, your podcast all about life and how to make the most of it. <laughs> Nikita came up with the wonderful idea of doing an episode all about healing and so that is what we've got for you this week. Grab a cup of tea or a glass of wine, sit back, relax and enjoy. Healing. Isn't it such an open-ended word? Now, I don't want to get too much into the sort of details and the nitty-gritty of it, but we currently are going through quite a transitional period Mm. if you look at things from an astrological um, perspective. So not only have we got Mercury in retrograde, um, we have also been going through an eclipse season um, that was associated with the previous full moon or the uh, super moon, as it were. And um, for several weeks after that, um, and we are sort of coming towards the end, we've been going through this eclipse season, this this open portal, which is a perfect opportunity for us to process, to grieve, to feel our feelings and to heal. And it really sort of made me think and it inspired me to to bring this topic to the table today because, like I said, like healing is such an open-ended word and it can cover so many bases. And, you know, you and I, Pippa, and our dear listeners, all have in some way or another healed from something uh, we've all got mm-hmm. different wounds you know physical metaphorical um metaphorical and mental and 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 some physical wounds that require healing I think obviously you and I um from our sort of mental health uh well-being perspective are talking here about healing from those those mental um wounds today but do you want to you know what what does healing mean to you Pippa? Firstly I really like how you said this and you said this during our pre-show pre-recording chat like there are lots of different wounds like you think of a wound and healing quite often just simply being bodily or like a cut you put a plaster on it but you can't quite do that with mental health Mm -hmm. and actual like experiences you need to allow yourself time to heal so yeah I suppose healing for me just like I said brings up that cut image but yeah I think it it makes me think of um (laughs) oh god here here goes my brain down the rabbit hole of Pippa's crazy brain um about so I used to work as a Roman um actor an actor that played a roman character at the roman baths in bath but the romans had it down right they had this kind of like lazy life down like looking after themselves being kind to themselves not stressing them out too much don't get me wrong i'm sure it's pretty stressful being a roman a lot of the time because it was just carnage but they <laughs> took they took their time and they they like the baths in the baths in bath spa the water they believed was holy and had healing properties. So like they would literally go and just soak there if they felt ill or they felt like they needed some blessing from the gods or whatever. I don't know. It makes me think of basking in warmth. It makes me think of like taking time out for yourself and having deep breaths and just reconnecting with yourself as well. I think healing comes in all sorts of shapes and forms. And I think for me, from personal experiences, when I've needed to heal and take time to heal, it's been through obviously of like sprained ankles and stuff like that, which we could talk about for sure, because that is tricky enough, you know, dealing with a physical thing to heal from. But yeah, things like grief or relationships breaking down or all sorts of experiences that we have. I think, yeah, there's a lot. I think people, you, you need different healing balms for different times and different experiences Mm. in your life um yeah I think of balms I think of like warmth and like 
you know, moisture and, and nice, um, cosy, lovely feelings. Relax, lavender. Love that. I don't oh. know. I'm getting, I'm getting a bit sensory this podcast episode. Mm, I like it. I like I'm it. <laughs> It's an immersive podcast. Oh, my God. We ignite all your senses (laughs) at Moss and Coral. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Does that make sense? Or am I just completely rambling? Yeah. Just So so what I'm understanding from that is that for you, when you think of healing, when you you, um, literally hear the word healing, it does evoke quite a um sensed based yeah response you know you think yeah. of, a, of, a, of a feeling a sensation a, a um surrounding so your environment becomes mm-hmm. um part of this healing um process um so I'm guessing you know just take that one step further then do you do you then also think that healing is is a layered thing that it happens on um uh different sort of levels so not only yeah. is it your actual environment that's becoming warmer for example it's your um your sense of uh smell or touch is also invigorated um it's it's a feeling it's it's, it's a thought it's it's a it's an incredibly active thing and I think that's what's important to know is that with healing you know you talk about the um the the Romans for example uh, <laughs> going to going to the bath and having this lazy lifestyle but actually that takes action it takes doing yeah. um you know that there's I suppose to be 100% quote unquote lazy you just fester in in your, like you just stop in one spot and you just fester but actually to heal the act of healing is very much that it's an act it's an action like you have to go to the bath you have to get into the bath me you know obviously in roman times somebody's prepared it for them but for <laughs> us in, in today's society you know these these acts of um self-care for example I know we've gone into that before but if part of your healing process requires some self-care like that's an action that's doing it's Mm -hmm. just the thought process of of uh, of thinking through these um events traumas losses um the action of working through that of feeling that it's incredibly exhausted I don't know Mm. about you but Mm. I have been so incredibly exhausted these past couple of weeks because I've really taken this opportunity to heal from some things that I thought I'd healed from but this has been an opportunity to just look back and go you know what there were some loose ends somewhere that I've sort of tied Mm. up um and cauterized um but yeah it's 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 a when you're healing when you're moving through the healing process you're doing very much just that you're moving through it yeah you know it is a process it is and it's a it's a it's a continual it's um I guess that's how I sort of picture uh healing is I I it's this coming together it's this closing it's this um maybe kind of like you know a river that's flowing and then it's coming towards a dam um all the riverbeds getting narrower and, and less water's coming through and then it gets to a point where that's it it's stopped um yeah. but yeah for, for me I think I, I, I see healing is very active it's very um I don't know I, I keep just thinking of this word sort of can, can continual continuation um yeah. movement and then it's, it's interesting isn't it what it's, it's incredibly interesting yeah and what you um I think you said something about layers of like coming together or something yeah I, again going back to that like cut image um 
you know, there are what, seven layers of the skin, isn't there? Or eight or something? I can't remember. A lot. But like, you know, the bottom layer probably heals first and the scab stays on top until that scab on the top layer is ready to come off. The rest of the skin is is healing. And I think what's so magical about, you know, we don't actively tell our body and our anatomy to heal. It does just do it without our knowledge but it's still at work like it's still doing it it's still fighting yeah. infection it's still clearing out whatever it needs to clear out but yeah I think it's interesting having like like putting that image onto our mental health as well because it is it's the same thing like you said it is a process it's going to take time sometimes you think you've done with it but actually maybe the scab is still there and it's still not quite and you might pick off the scab and then it all bleeds again and opens up again you know it it is an ongoing process and I think um yeah personally with healing I feel like it's something almost perhaps to be practiced every day a bit like meditation I see that as a, a medium a, a potential um leg to mm-hmm. healing and I actually just looked up the word um just because I know Nikita loves a good little Google search, but I think I beat it too this time. <laughs> um, and on my sonnet of days, I'm always looking up words and I, I just really like dive into the dictionary at least 10 times a day. Um, it does say it's the process, which is the word you use, of making mm. or becoming sound or healthy again. So yeah, that makes me think of like replenishment and health. Like how can you be healthy if you're not allowing yourself to heal? And I suppose, actually, I imagine the Latin, because health and heal have got H-E-A-L in it, haven't they? Very true. So, yeah. Yeah, it might have some sort of origin there. It's a derivative. I imagine it's a derivative of the same thing. Yeah, interesting. And it does tend to use, describe it from a a physical bodily sense. However, it does also say that um, it's a therapeutic thing to put yourself through and I think that's what I think of when I think of healing as a yeah a kind of like holistic whole rounded experience as opposed to yeah a process even though it is a process and I'm saying it's process I think it's an experience that is yeah and adapting to whatever you're healing from um definitely it is you know and it that's why I get this um this recurring thought of this word continuation and continue yeah. and, and absolutely agree with you like this is something that should be practiced every day yeah. um because you know the, the scab might have healed <laughs> you know the scab might have gone um yeah. but we know how it is when when you've got a physical cut for example so say you've cut yourself you your, your skin sort of um slowly but surely uh come together again you've got that scab the scab's gone you're then left with if it's a you know Mm. deep enough cut or if it's whether you're then left with sort of like that that fragile um scar tissue um that that skin so yeah okay the skin's come together and your scab's gone but that 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 site of the of the wound is still fragile and that's very much what it's like from a um mental or an emotional perspective when it comes to healing like just because you're not necessarily you know crying yourself to sleep every night over that thing that happened or or you know you're walking along and suddenly you can't breathe because you feel like there's a giant gaping hole in your chest obviously I'm speaking at this from a more sort of um you know significant point of view there are small things that happen every day that we need to heal from you know it could be that you had a really stressful conversation with your boss or you had an argument uh, with your neighbor or you didn't receive that thing that you needed by a certain time um and it's it's that sort of and that's again it draws back to that word of continuation continual you're continually moving through this and continually healing mm. um because you're that's a way for you to be able to deflect the effects of everyday um occurrences that can cause wounds like okay then it might be more of a paper cut as a coast as opposed to like a significant sort of opening of your 
limb um <laughs> that I didn't know what I was talking about there but do you know what I mean like there's yeah. there's always these things happening um and you know or, you know obviously we've, we've done a, an episode entirely all about meditation uh dear listeners if you've not yet listened to it highly recommend that you do go back to it Pippa and I are uh very big advocates for the use of medication uh, meditation <laughs> not which not is medication. a alternative form of medication <laughs> well perhaps. yeah um <laughs> But, you know, they, we're both big um, advocates for it. And, and I couldn't agree with you more about the use of meditation and healing. Just the simple act mm. of slowing down. Because this is the thing. It's never about completely stopping, completely cutting off. Because even just the act of breathing and existing mm. is doing. Mm. Um, so it is, it's about taking that time to slow right down, to to go inwards. Because... You know, we've talked, we've we've spoken about it from like a physical wound perspective. The the layer of skin that's closest to the bone heals first, and then it heals outwards. Like that's what we have to do as people: is we have to do the inner work. We have to go inwards, and we have to heal outwards. Um, to allow the very, crap out, really. Exactly, you've got to push it out as you heal. Um, so yeah it's um it is an interesting one um is there are there any obviously get as personal as you like don't have to tell us necessarily what um the situations were that you had to heal from but is there any anything recently or ages ago that is kind of popping up in your brain that you have done to help heal yourself or maybe heal um a friendship or so any, anything is there any um yeah like oh my goodness and this is another thing as well like when we talk of these wounds and we talk of healing like there are so many different types of healing because mm. they're caused by or required sorry for different um mm. wounds um so for example I think the thing that has required the most healing for me in my adult life is is most definitely the end of a long-term relationship that I was in mm. um you know a, a relationship that I thought was gonna be forever and it wasn't and it really rocked me because the vast majority of my 20s was in this relationship um mm. And, and that's, you know, I, I'm still doing work on that now. I've taken this past um, few weeks, this eclipse season, to just look at some other bits, those loose ends. Um, and, and it's not because I didn't, I don't know, fully heal the first time around. It's because I'm forever growing and changing and adapting. And as I grow, the, the scar tissue that was on that wound sort mm. of pulls a little bit in different directions. It might mm. slightly tear a little bit. Like, so for me, like that, I was already sort of, um, you know, dipping my toe in this sort of like personal development and personal growth pool um, or ocean as it is. Mm. Um, and when that, relationship broke down like I just dove headfirst into it uh because I was like I don't know what to do right now and I'll be completely honest with you like that first year afterwards first couple of months I think I was just numb but then that first year afterwards I don't I don't remember who I was during that time like that was that was kind of like right this wound's gone right down to the bone and we're gonna have to put stitches in and it's gonna hurt and we're probably gonna have to put you under anesthetic like Mm. (laughs) that's how I'll refer to that year as my anesthetic year um but it was it was a lot of uh inner work I I'll be honest with you as well, like, I kind of, you know, joking about anaesthetic and how it sort of, like, numbs things and stuff. I did um, drink a lot, um, and I did try to actually Mm. avoid um, facing the actual uh, wound itself. I just sort of, I guess... It's still part of the healing process, right? 100%, yeah. I guess, you know, we all heal at different rates. Some wounds take longer than others. Um, 
and I mean I'm sort of three and a half years in maybe a little bit longer um and like I said I'm still doing work on that like mm. like you've meant it again continual continuation it's it's I'd like to think there'll be a day <laughs> and and I think I'm very close to it actually because I feel really sort of calm and peaceful when I think about the situation now which and it is it's just that I spent that first year very much numbing things um and just sticking a big old plaster on it and then I actually was like do you know what I have to take this plaster off and for me the biggest advice that I could give to this kind of a wound so the end of a romantic relationship for example my number one piece of advice for anybody going through that is to fall in love with yourself again like is there a podcast about that somewhere I believe there may be a really good episode (laughs) about falling in love with yourself because that's that's what I did important yeah so much so because I built I built such a strong foundation like I've really got them stitches in girl and my wound is healing like that would be my biggest thing so I just took the time to get to know me again I'd completely lost myself in that relationship and so I did the work and and I know that I'm sort of like maybe not necessarily going into a lot of detail but I read a lot of books had a lot of conversation um had you know the sort of recommended um therapies and did the did the shit that made my heart feel alive again um and that looks like different things to different people that's why I don't think me going into detail would benefit everyone so that's that's my sort of biggest um learning curves and pieces of advice for anybody going through that fall back in love with yourself Mm. do what it is that makes your heart feel alive like I I wasn't joking when I said that I would just be walking along and all of a sudden I can't breathe because I felt like there was this giant hole in my chest Mm. like fill that up again Mm. you know do that for you as well don't do it for somebody else or with somebody else like that's all about you that's 100% on you um and yeah you know the like got really big into meditation and exercise and eating and just looking after myself um I'm really allowing myself physically to heal but also mentally to heal as well Mm. amazing love what about you because obviously I know that I know you very well and I know that you've mentioned um in a few episodes about losing your dad do you want Mm. to talk about healing from a um grief perspective definitely before I do I'd like to highlight that leaving a long-term relationship and I remember this because one of my first boyfriends Mm. said to me when we broke up he very specifically said it's going to be like you have died Mm, and it's yeah horrible as horrible as it is but that is true so yeah, I is. just want to highlight and reassure anyone out there who's ever like ended a relationship or had one ended to them or like that's so crap English but that was even <laughs> crap English but still um <laughs> so crap English um that that is still a trauma and that mm-hmm. is still a grief process that you are having to start dealing and coping and processing and healing from um the absence of someone else you know yeah 100% grief for what it was so um I think what you've actually described is grief but obviously there are different kinds of grief but I just thought I'd highlight that because I think it's really easy to kind of I I don't know if you intentionally did it but it felt like you're kind of almost downplaying your no I wasn't do you know what this is and I just want to reassure yeah thank you thank you for firstly for calling me me out on that um but no in a good way um but no you're so right because that's actually something that I believe in you know one of my very good friends um you know sadly lost her husband and and we were having this conversation like and I felt like I I didn't want to to delve too much into it and it was her that said you know you're grieving 
um mm, and, yeah. and I should know that because and then not have used the word grief in the way that I did so thank you for clear yeah, like no, clarifying no. that for our listeners as well like just a second what you've said like it is a form of grief that person is no longer there um just because they are still living and breathing doesn't mean that you're not grieving for them so I guess then to rephrase do you want to talk about your experience of grief from the perspective of having lost somebody um following a death yeah I mean interesting because it's kind of similar to yours Uh, I imagine everyone's got different healing processes but mine at that time was evade it completely like work myself I've kind of talked about this on a few of the episodes of the podcast but yeah it was like do everything you possibly can to not deal with the fact that you need to heal Mm -hmm. from something and to avoid like I I didn't even like cover it with a plaster and move on like if anything I left the heal like the heal I left the the wound like open and then mm. I kept letting it get infected. <laughs> and then I was wondering why I didn't feel so good. <laughs> so then, I, <laughs> then I'd like drink a sugar load of, of uh, you know, alcohol and things and stay up late and just throw myself headfirst into work. Um, and then obviously the wound just kept getting more infected and worse and all that crap. So, yeah, I guess um, that was a big part of my healing process and you know what it's the bit I'm so grateful for now because I like it's very bittersweet for me because obviously well well, I don't know your situation with your grief experiences but for me I obviously would much rather my dad was still here and I didn't have that experience however that experience like threw me into the trajectory that I wanted to live my life on and that was not working for someone else it was not not following my dreams it was actually going to be an actor going to a drama school um doing what I actually love to do and what I was actually good at and not trying to please other people all the time yeah so um yeah and that was actually one of my biggest conflict and healing things I had to healing things processes I had to work through and heal with perhaps is a good way to put it um because I felt really guilty for the fact that I was living my dreams but my dad wasn't here to witness them and it was him dying that effectively like made it happen um like financially that was a big thing in our family like I couldn't have done what I did without his inheritance so that was like the main kind of conflict for me so yeah so I guess for me a big part of the healing process was was that struggle and that infection I suppose continual infection and um yeah and then after that I suppose it was the it got worse before it got better because I didn't clean out the wound from the off and cope with it and bandage it up properly um god these this analogy is marvelous well done Nikita you brought you brought this up first thing in the podcast yeah that's it um yeah and as a result now I don't think I've ever had a wound maybe I've had wound as deep as that like I lost a friend that year as well and I've had plenty of bereavement in my time but and rejections and losses and things but as a result I've never let it get that infected ever again yeah I've never you know I think I was going down the point where I could have had to have had an amputation (laughs) and like had to like destroy myself to an extent so that I didn't have to deal with it whereas actually um having going through that difficult infection time where I was really struggling and not looking after myself and just making everything worse by not talking about it or sharing about it or allowing my body and my emotions to actually sit in the state they were in yeah I think I I learned the most through that and it's yeah. meant that I've learned how to heal better for me now more than ever. And I know like shit's going to happen. Life happens, as we say in our podcast. Like you think today, like, you know, if you think your worst experience you've ever, like I think my dad died is the worst experience ever to, to date. But, you know, something far worse could happen. God forbid, touch wood and all that jazz. But, but you know, life is tough at times. I don't want to say life yeah. is tough. because It's not completely tough. It's also incredibly amazing. But 
I know that I would be able to heal from these things much better, much more effectively. It's still going to hurt, still going to maybe get a bit infected, but it would never be as bad as it was then. So, yeah, I feel like I'm not sure I actually answered your question. Um, <laughs> but the way no, I, you did, yeah. The way I actually did start healing properly is by doing all of those things that, you know, people say, like you said, you dove into personal development. For me, it was actually talking about it. I think mm -hmm. was the biggest game changer for me because I was holding a lot of tension in my voice. I wasn't uh, in my throat. I wasn't actually breathing properly at all. And I don't think I had since it had happened. I hadn't really cried that much about it. I was just putting on this tough bravado image. Um, so yeah, talking about it, seeing therapists, starting yoga, starting meditation, changing my diet. Cause I had, literally infected my body to a point where the stress was just consuming me and I was chronically inflamed um you know it was a case of going back to square one and trying to figure out what works for my body and my mind and actually yeah gutting out that wound and making sure all the dirt and crap that I had to deal with and heal from was out and put in the bin yeah or in the the sterile bin at the hospital you know <laughs> in the incinerator do you know I just feel yeah. like I just want to expand on something that you've said, and I guess that that, Ooh. like, you use the word um, learn, um, and I think that that's very much what the what this healing process or experience. I think that both words are applicable when we talk about mm -hmm. healing here. Mm -hmm. But this idea that it's it's a um, it's a, a learning uh, process or learning experience. It's a learning curve. Um, and it's this idea that you have got sort of life, then you have got the event. If I'm just thinking, if you picture this sort of like uh, on a timeline, you've got life before the event and you've got life after the event. Mm. Um, and that event, um, it completely sort of breaks that timeline as it were mm. and you've got to relearn how to then be after the mm. event uh because that timeline's broken and I think a lot of time a lot of the time sorry in life um a lot of things we tend to do um as a result of um being able to apply previous skills or knowledge to a situation or it's a case of um doing something um in a monotonous sense so it requires very little thought very little um applied um knowledge uh, for want of a better word but I feel like after an event you have to relearn quite a few things even mm. things as quote unquote basic as breathing, mm. sleeping, mm. eating properly. Um, it's almost like you have been plucked from this familiar uh, world circumstance and you have been put somewhere else. Maybe it's a parallel universe. We won't go down that route though. <laughs> but you've been plucked from one situation and put into another where it's very similar, but there are some big things that are different. Uh one being the um you know the the existence of uh, of a set of a person sorry or a circumstance um or a thing like whatever that is this new world that you're in doesn't involve them or that or it or you know and it's it is it's this idea of sort of like as you're healing you're also learning uh mm. you're learning to clean the wound out the first mm. time around you know it made me laugh as well I've got a scar on my knee from when I fell over I was probably about seven I fell over when I was roller skating at the park and I've still got to this day a piece of tarmac in my knee you can see it next ah. to the wound um <gasps> oh golly and but but I, I just think of that like this is what we do when we mentally heal um 
if we don't always I mean I don't know what that's going to do I don't know if it will finally make its way out after some year or I might have to I don't know uh, hopefully nothing happens and I'm fine with it um, but you know it is that idea that you've really got to clean the wound out first time around mm. because you don't know what then um, effects it's going to have I feel like that was a perfectly timed motorbike that just went by um, <laughs> you don't know what the effects of leaving little bits in there are so really get the the knowledge I think Mm. from Mm. your process your experience that you can either reflect back upon legs down the road when you feel that wound come in uh, like sort of opening up a little bit maybe you can think well do you know what you know x amount of time after the event um this really helped me maybe I'll revisit that again maybe Mm -hmm. you have stopped meditating for example and you go do you know what? I remember that after the event, um, and I refer to it as the events, I feel like this is applicable to so many situations. Yeah, um, and dear listeners, I want you to be able to envisage this advice to whatever situation you have in your mind right now. But it's about learning what, what worked, when, how, what, who, where, you know, and um, being able to reapply that when, when needed. Um, and you know, sometimes you you just have to put a bandage back on it, or mm. or a, a compress or whatever. Even if it's even if from a surface level it looks so minute, it's okay to just wrap it back up in a bandage and go. Do you know what? I just need to hold on to that a little bit um, longer just to do the underneath work. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah. yeah I like that analogy of wrapping it in a bandage and I'd go one step further and say like cast it you know when yeah. you break it personally never needed a cast although I always wanted one you know when you're a kid like you you're jealous of the kid that broke his leg oh, and yeah, he's got a cast course. and everyone's signing on it um but you know <laughs> it, I, again another kind of image for us there and an analogy like put a cast on it protect it so that mm-hmm. no matter what anyone writes on it they're not actually touching the wound they can't get to the wound they can't you know do what you need to do to heal and if it is getting a bit I mean drink responsibly but if it is getting a bit schlozzled every so often and letting your hair down for a a time you know we did that and maybe it probably wasn't the best thing at the time but still like now we know properly the effects of alcohol and everything um but you know as long as you're not hurting anyone or putting yourself in total danger like do do what you need to do in order to heal Mm. um and we talk a lot about judgment and not worrying about what other people think of you. Obviously from time to time you're going to, but with things like grief and trauma and healing, quite often other people will have a bit of a thing to say about it. I think I found personally. Of course. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, you know, by putting that cast on the, the, the metaphorical wound it is, you know, it will help you protect it and stop letting other people throw their crap in your wound as well, because sometimes that does happen uh yeah 100 percent. i mean people you know like to give their two pence worth a lot of the time and sometimes they you know they they're they're not yeah it's always from a malicious yeah that's it best intention um yeah sometimes it's just like you know what you're not actually qualified at um (laughs) treating this kind of a wound so for example if you broke your arm would you go to your barber or would you go to the hospital I mean that's probably not a great example to use because back in the day (laughs) (laughs) it would have been the same place um but do you know I mean you're going to go to the person who's qualified and I and I'm not saying oh if you're healing you must go to a you know a qualified therapist or it's just Mm. the person who has got the knowledge um in that situation and people will come at you with different advice and all these drinks oh don't you think you're drinking too much I'm gonna hold my hands up um and I and I did I I yeah I was um I guess substance abusing uh to to um numb um and it's I guess that kind of delayed my process a little bit um Mm. so it's just about really recognizing wherever you are in your journey um of healing at the moment be it one event be it multiple events um 
just take a moment to slow down, look inwards, reflect, think about what it is that you're doing, make a list, like what are you actively doing to Mm. help? It doesn't have to be reams and reams long. It's just, it's Mm. just about, okay, what am I actually doing to helping, uh, to help myself? Because ultimately we are our, we are our own responsibilities. Um, We've got an incredible support network. Hopefully that's applicable to all of you. But when it comes down to it, we are our own responsibility. So what are you doing? How are you taking the responsibility uh, to actively heal? Um, Yeah. Yeah. I don't don't know about you, Um, Pips. Yeah. Oh, no. What were you going to say? No, no, no. Go on. I was just going to move on to a... I was just going to move on to a new thing. So if you've got something to Thailand on that. Oh, blooming heck. I think I've forgotten it. I was going to say... it's often we need to heal from things that have happened to us not necessarily stuff we've done obviously that's not necessarily applicable maybe you have done something awful and you feel bad and you need to heal from it of course um Mm -hmm. but um what I was going to say about that was what is in your power to help you heal from it like I had no control over my dad dying I'm not a brain surgeon I'm not a cancer specialist I'm not any good at that I could I could sing at him you know what I mean? <laughs> but um, unfortunately, I'm not that good that I can, I can beat cancer through song. But um, <laughs> yet. But, but yet. Oh, could you imagine? That'd be a beautiful thing, wouldn't it? Um, however, what I, what I could do in my power was work really hard, make sure that I spent his money wisely, make sure that I did do things that I enjoyed and obviously I was doing some other things as well that were maybe slightly irresponsible but at the same time there were still things in my power that I could do that have helped me create the life I have now through that so yeah definitely like what you were saying like what can you do write a list whether it is just making sure you still eat your five veggies veggies a day and you eat three meals like if you know that's a trigger for you or like stress will stop you sleeping well light a candle before bed keep your laptop away from your bed don't watch Netflix just before bed read a book instead you know see what Mm -hmm. you can tailor to help you understand and improve your healing rate Mm -hmm. um yeah I think that's really good what were you going to move on to tell me no I was just going to say just really really quickly also do not beat yourself up about the things that you have done um in your process like I hold my hands up and said I drank a lot Pippa I know you did the same thing and it's not about looking back and punishing lug, yourself lug, and lug. beating yourself up about that it's about going that's part of my lesson that I have learned is I don't need to do that and um, but moving forwards what I was going to say is I don't know about you but I have found that this she moves in a very creaky chair I have found that this past year um um, you know, I'm referring specifically to this pandemic, this COVID era, mm-hmm. um, has really, I've healed quite a lot during this time from quite a mm-hmm. few different things because I've really slowed down and I've stopped busying myself. Um, there were some things that I was doing where I didn't necessarily know why I was doing it I was working seven days a week I was working an abhorrent amount because I love to quote unquote because I love to oh because I love that job oh because I love that job no what I was actually doing and I learned this during this time when I slowed down and I wasn't doing all those jobs is actually that was another way of me numbing myself from some things Mm. and I get like I don't know if you can relate to this, but this, again, it's that importance, dear listeners, of slowing down to acknowledge and, and really look at your behaviours. Like, have you found this past year, this pandemic era, um, have you found it? It's been an incredibly traumatic and stressful time and there's been things that are going to need healing from for a very long time from this past time. But have you been able to heal from previous wounds? Like, we'd love to know. Um, you know, we can, Pippa and I can only ever speak from our, 
our perspective our experience we'd love to hear back from you guys like what what's your experience with with healing I guess but also have you found this past time of being very slow this past year yeah useful like what about you pips of you it's it's funny isn't it as well yeah a hundred percent I have definitely um I've mentioned it before as well but there was a couple little moments this past year where I did have a bit of like a little mini breakdown where I was just doubting everything I was doing and I think it's because I we are so go 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 and it's funny Mm -hmm. isn't it we say that this last year has forced us all to slow down like it has forced us to slow down but maybe actually this is the way life is meant to be led um exactly (laughs) isn't it funny maybe we are just meant to kind of take it a little bit easier than we all do in the UK or like worldwide in in the western world because maybe we just need to be a little bit more Roman we need to be more freaking Roman about it you know what I mean like these people would obviously mostly the wealthy ones but still like it was a priority to go to the baths like I'm gonna talk about it again it's like a massive public bath and people would go and like it's like a spa the Romans really knew how to do it they'd get themselves (laughs) frigged and cleaned up they'd have someone rub oil on them then they'd literally scrape every inch of their body to get the oil off and then they'd get like their hairs removed and then they'd have someone else dress them and then they (laughs) And obviously I'm, I'm kind of, you know, spelling out a very luxurious lifestyle, but at the same time, not, not every one of them would have done that every single day. Some of them would have, but even the ones that maybe were a little bit time stricken and had other jobs and things were still prioritizing going there to give themselves a time to relax. And also, mm-hmm. like I said, pray to the gods and submerge themselves literally in the water the healing water placebo or not like, if it made them feel better about themselves and how healthy they were or anything, it's working, you know? Yeah. Um, I personally don't believe that the goddess Minerva has blessed the water of Bath Spa in England. However, if that works for you and it makes you feel good about yourself and it does speed up your healing process, freaking do it, you know? Um, yeah. So oh, I feel like I've kind of changed the topic there going, going on about the Romans. I'm very sorry. With that it's just a diversion it's fine it was a diversion I've totally forgotten what the point of me explaining more about the Romans was babes where were we no you were talking about um that slowing down slowing down yeah slowing down this is it maybe we are just meant to be a little bit more turtle and toy toys even and a little bit less hair oh oh she went there can you can you give me a little like round of applause that amazing i'll just give you a little mic drop mic drop right. minute. thank you very much um i mean i did say turtle first but it's toy toys um yeah it's i, think- I mean they're you're Many. representing both on land and in water shell creatures you know let's all be a little bit more shelly um yeah I think I I I don't know I've definitely found this time useful and I think those people that haven't if you are one of them and it's actually been really overwhelming for you with the time that you've had because of covid and furlough or redundancies or whatever like let that be part of that learning healing process Mm -hmm. and think well why is it if I found it so difficult maybe there are things I still need to work through I rave about it all the time but look into therapy like it's it's an investment Uh, a lot of what we talk about on this show paid for or not it's investment into your well-being meditation you can do that for free anyone can access free meditation these days which I love the internet for Um, Mm -hmm. and if not go to a library they've probably got meditation cds or cassettes or whatever you listen to (laughs) if you still have but fundamentally what meditation is because you don't need no i mean obviously we'd recommend a guided meditation but fundamentally what what meditation is it's just being in the moment authentically and completely yeah Yeah. exactly exactly you don't you know obviously it's easy for us to say that because we have done the guided and we can get ourselves into that state but you know there is no excuse for a lot of what we for not doing sorry a lot of what we talk about um yeah so I suppose mm. yeah like you said earlier you've got to take responsibility for your own healing um and if you like who wants an infectious cut or 
slice on their arm and leg for oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah they stink they stink after a while don't they? Yeah, when you're, they oh, do. yeah yeah oh good lord <laughs> I remember when I came off my bike and I I my hand got infected oh, it smelled so bad <laughs> your festering <laughs> oozing wounds. it was but that's a really good example actually because I was pushing through and as a result my hand like doubled inside because oh I was I had, combat, I had a combat exam that week a swordsmanship com- combat exam at Bristol Vic my hand had like doubled in size I had to wear a glove during the fight just to keep my hand like gripped to the sword because I couldn't like it was crazy but again that was me pushing through a time when I physically should have perhaps gone to the hospital a little yeah. bit sooner. And do you see, like I ballooned, I couldn't do what I was really passionate about. It wasn't making me happy. I had to leave and like go to the hospital to get emergency antibiotics. So, you know, why, why do that to yourself? Yeah. If, you, if you're not healing from the things you need to heal from, you are self-sabotaging and self-attacking. You're infecting yourself with this, you know, ghastly horrible thing you don't need to do that no you don't like to yourself yeah it's the world (laughs) (laughs) and but you know like and and you know there there are a plethora of things that we haven't uh, covered or spoken about here um you know we we are two women um there's (laughs) I guess a, a lot of stuff throughout life of just being a woman that you have to um heal from um so uh, there's so much that there is so many different things that um you know and and I mentioned to this this analogy as well to Pippa in our sort of pre um pre-show chat um this idea that we are uh we've both just entered our 30s um could perhaps milestone ages or significant um times in our life um could Mm -hmm. they be a moment to reflect to heal from you know we can look back at our 20s we both had some shit go down in our 20s so it's that opportunity again just to look at and go yeah I'm 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 and it's not a case of like I'm over that it's I'm healed from that I've grown from that I've learned from that Mm. um and this is why I say like fall in love with yourself I can wholeheartedly say with 100% honesty and authenticity I am so happy with the person that I am today I know and like you mentioned Pippa like I have been thrown onto this trajectory of life that may not necessarily have been what I thought it was going to be prior to um the event I say it, the event happening uh, the in this case the event is the breakup that I went through like I am you know I I know where I want to go I'm happy to go there like I am so happy with me I love me I know exactly what it is that I want in life and I say that with 100% honesty because I put the work in Mm -hmm. I couldn't have said that to you like maybe not even two years ago Mm. like it's 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 really and truly it's over the course of this sort of past year and a half I'd get I'd say um mm. don't get me wrong I have ups and downs I'm only human there are some things what? that just hit me out of nowhere like I thought that that was long gone <laughs> but yeah yeah exactly and to be honest like I don't want this to sound really morbid but to some extent you will always be healing from it like I, I yeah of I, course. Didn't, I, didn't, I didn't sleep well last night you know your mind just wanders I was thinking about an ex of mine and I was like not not like missing and wishing I was back there at all don't get me wrong like it wasn't healthy yeah. but but I was still like oh that was a good time that was really lovely I wish them well but I was still kind of pro I'm still processing that like we, we you always even if you're the, in the happiest marriage of your life three years from now you're still probably going to look back and think oh I hope they're okay or I hope that they've got or I have you know or miss miss something or miss a happy memory or something you know 
um, of it, it is going to come and, and catch you off guard. And it's no, no detriment to where you are at that time, three years from now, if you are in the happiest marriage of your life, whatever. But, you know, it's, it is only normal. There's a reason we have access and the ability to remember all of these amazing things. Our brains are so complicated, right? So if anything, um, yeah, just be kind to yourself and know that mm-hmm. it's all really normal. And 100%. What, like probably because there were the great times as well, maybe, that, you know, why, well, why would you sweep those away too? It's, yeah, I, I hope that made sense. But I think it is an ongoing thing, essentially, like you said, this kind of like continuous yeah. process. Yeah. There's always, there's always good attached to the event that caused the need for healing so Mm. you know be it right I have to delve into this because I realize that that's a very um (laughs) explain explain yeah yeah sorry I now I'm no 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 struggling for words (laughs) if for example you it's a person that you've lost that person's passed away the the their the act of sort of the them uh, dying and passing away is what is the event that requires the healing but that person yeah provided good memories good times you know it provided some light uh before the darkness the light before the darkness mm. came now she's getting to she's getting to very uh, harry potter-esque very Harry Potter ass. Um, you know, be it a relationship like you just mentioned, mm. the breakup is and perhaps some behaviors throughout the relationship of the event events that require healing. But then there was good times with that as well. Obviously, when it comes to things like trauma um and spe- specific traumas, for example, it is harder sometimes to find the light that was there before the dark because Mm. they're quite um I want to be very careful with the wording that I'm using because I am aware that many people have experienced particular kind of traumas where you can't there is you know and I'm and I'm not for one minute going to sit here and go, oh, but there must have been something positive about the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a female, I've been yeah, there. Yeah. I've had those traumas, and I'm like, I can't, I can't. Um, yeah, yeah. But it's just about looking at what again. It's that idea of what could you do in your power. You know, mm-hmm. do you have the power to look at the event um, and take some positive from it? Um, yeah. I hope that wasn't incredibly contradictory. I feel like it made no, no sense I, in my mind, and then I hope that I didn't come across. Happened. I hope I didn't come across. Then sorry if I did, Nikita. Like, oh well, there must have been some good times. I didn't mean it for it to come across mm, mm, mm. as well. Yeah, no, not I, at all. It's more the yeah. I, I think that's it, isn't it? What positive? And for me, shittest time of my life thus far. Touch wood. Next one's not going to happen for quite some time. Um, the positive was. I've learned how to cope with a, a lot of stress and I've learned the most about myself I have in, you know, I learned the most in a couple of years than I have in 20 or 30 years now. Hey, so yeah, it's about finding some sort of gratitude, I suppose. And yeah, I think that is 100%. part of the healing process too. Forgiveness, like forgiveness. How is it yeah, taking is that, this long to is get that what, to that Is that word? what we're talking about? It is, isn't that it? That is what we're talking <laughs> about. Oh my goodness, Pippa, I'm taking yeah. my glasses off because I know you can see me but I'm doing like audio uh, visuals I don't know I don't know my brain (laughs) forgiveness like oh my goodness that for me has been the a little stubborn point um in a few of my healing processes is this notion of forgiveness this this acceptance of that thing happened or that person did that thing or, or, or that thing was lost. And it's, you get quite um, naturally, when you hurt, you get defensive. That can present itself as anger. Um, 
amongst many other things, but quite commonly it can present as anger. So when people are grieving for whatever um, reason, um, they can become quite angry. I was very angry uh, because I didn't quite understand, Pippa, I'm sure you can also relate to this, mm. that feeling of being angry because you don't understand why it happened. Why did that happen to that person? Therefore, why did it happen to you? Um, and it took me a long time to realise that actually something really stubborn and, and, and a place where I really needed to work on was this idea of forgiveness. Like, actually, yeah. it was out of my control from the very beginning. Mm. Um, you know, the, the beginning of, of this sequence of events that led to this this in my case the breakdown of my relationship um you know I know some people may be like well you could have behaved a different way like it was just never gonna go that way for example um mm. and it is this notion of forgiveness like let it go mm. let it go because what you are doing is you are carrying with you yeah so much weight dead weight that you can't do anything with and it just gets heavier the longer you hold on to it it just gets heavier because your yeah. muscles are getting weaker because they're being strained mm. um get rid of it Definitely. cut it off like some of some of the best advice I ever had was it's just a really simple phrase I don't know the origin but a teacher of mine Jack said it in a class once a couple of times actually and it just clung with me notice what you're noticing and let it go and mm. I found that really powerful when I was finding that I was getting moments of sadness when I was starting the proper grieving process with my dad uh, passing I had to sit with the emotion because I was burying it and I hadn't noticed because that's the phrase he uses in that quote I hadn't noticed that my dad had died Therefore, I was unable to let it go. I was ignoring the fact that it had happened. Um, and by doing that, it meant that I couldn't notice all the little moments that were making me physically sick and mentally unstable. <laughs> because, yeah, it was like I just decided to go rigid, like you said, put that weight on myself. Whereas if I'd actually started processing that more open, more sooner, more sooner again, cracking English from Pippa we are doing like, great today we? so <laughs> we're doing so well um hey we're human beings we're allowed to make mistakes um yeah so I guess what I'm trying to say is you need to let the little things go and oh sorry notice the little things sit with them allow them then let them go because what it will do is with the big thing which is the event like you said it will help you notice truly what happened there and why it happened and how it happened and that you actually probably didn't do anything wrong. It was just never going to work out the way perhaps either of you wanted or whoever it was that was involved in the event wanted, whatnot. Um, you can let that go and forgive and move on. Uh, mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah, forgiveness plays such, a, plays such a key role in healing and it's not necessarily like a, an, an outward action either like forgive yourself mm. forgive yourself mm. because it wasn't your fault definitely um did you stick your hand in the fire and get burnt I mean I don't know maybe but <laughs> like a lot of the time these things that happen they're just not your fault so forgive yourself and drop that weight um I love that notice the things you're noticing and let it go like it's really it, it I genuinely think about that most days I have to it's one of my little mantras you know like well I don't know mm. if, if you're watching this if you have something you say like good in good out that's another one that I have from my Alexander classes and um, I love yeah, that yeah, yeah 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 so it's not even like you're breathing in good and letting bad out because then you put no. more bad energy out there it's a good in good out it's just like you only attract and repel goodness and I love that um so yeah I think I think this was a really interesting topic Nikita. I think it's been a really interesting discussion like obviously you know you and I love to 
to talk. <laughs> hmm, that's why we start the podcast. But what I meant to say is you and I love to have these types of conversations. But dear listeners, like, what are your thoughts and feelings towards this notion of healing? Like, let us know. Mm. Um, reach out to us um, and let us know sort of your experiences. Obviously, we can only ever speak from our own experience or point of view. Um so it would be great to to know what your experience is and point of view. And you don't have to go into full detail. Like you can tell us as much or as little as you wish. Um, but it would be nice to get like a collective, um, a collective of perspectives uh, with regards Definitely. to this. But Definitely. So reach out for sure. 100%. But Pips, I've absolutely loved this. And it's conversations like that, that this, sorry, that have massively aided me in my healing um, process. And also you as a person have massively hit, oh my gosh, you as a person have also massively helped me to heal from a lot over this past year. So for that, I thank, thank you very you. much. Oh my God, thank you so much. I feel exactly the same way, which you know, but yeah, reiterating that. This girl, people, mm. this gal. This gal. This gal. <laughs> Anyway, let's stop <laughs> kissing each other's bottoms and let these oh. lovely podcast darlings go. Thanks no, so much okay. for listening, everyone. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening as always, Nikita and I love knowing we've got people all over the world listening to our discussions and explorations. Do feel free to connect with us on Instagram as well. I'm at Pippa Moss and Nikita is at Nikita Coral, the wonderful soul. And we look forward to seeing you next week for the next episode of Moss and Coral. Look after yourself, stay safe and have fun.